Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters. And the Lord, of course, is your brother, Pastor Chidu Jacob. And here this morning that we may share in our ongoing daily fellowship with the Word. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. Thank you for all that you have done in us and you are doing through us. We give you the praise for the light that you have made us, for the life we have, the gift of eternal life. Thank you for your love that is everlasting. Glory be to you, Father, for your mercies endures forever. Lord, may our eyes truly see and our heart understand, and may this be our experience, that the song deep down in our soul, the song emanating from our spirit, is blessed be the name of the Lord, for his mercies endure it forever, because our eyes have seen your glory. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. Lord, we yield ourselves to what is about to happen, this transformation. We give ourselves into it, Lord. We trust the work of the Spirit in our life to perfect this which no man can do. Thank you for your word. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for the gift of healing, physical, emotional, Thank you, King of Glory, for providing for us, for watching over us. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. We exhort you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. This morning, we receive your word with thanksgiving in our heart, Lord, and we know that your word will never fall to the ground, but it will accomplish the purpose for which you are sending it to us this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this community. Thank you for every one of my brothers and sisters that are listening this morning. And thank you, Heavenly Father, they will understand. They will see and they will eat the fruit and the manifestations and the reality of this fellowship. We give you the praise and every mouth shall declare that indeed the Lord is good and his mercies endures forever. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. And everyone who prayed with me this morning we say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen and Amen. Beloved ones, I bless the name of the Lord for opening up our eyes, for calling us into this destiny. This is this is what he always wanted from the beginning, that you and I are living Christ, walking the earth. Don't forget, I have said this many times over and over, that Jesus Christ, the man, who walked the earth 2,000 years ago is our example, is our prototype, is our prototokus, if you like big words. And what is that supposed to do? He, suppose, he came to show us, God came down in him to show us how our life ought to run, that we are gods who walk the earth in human form, living gods who walk the earth. And after he completed that work, he moved away in the in the in the form of a physical man and came back to us in his spirit praise god so our fellowship today it will make sense why apostle paul will end his message saying may the grace of our lord jesus christ and the continuous fellowship with with the holy spirit right is our reality is our existence because it is in him 
Because we have him, we know we have all things. Don't forget, beloved, what we're saying here is that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of us. And the scripture confirmed that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Think what that means, beloved. That's why I keep saying, if you know what you have and focus on what you have, your life will change, guaranteed. It will make sense why somebody like um, Brother Smith Wigglesworth, one of those uh, early fathers of faith uh, in England, would say, I am a thousand times more on the inside than I'm on the outside. You know why? Because his eye opened to see what was within him. Uh, Smith Wigglesworth is the man that used to carry dead bodies, slam them on the wall, and they will come back to life. Amen. He used to punch people and then cancer will vanish from their bodies and he said i'm a thousand times more on the inside than i am on the outside and if your eyes open too you will see you will understand what that means he wasn't saying it as a cliche he was trying to explain what his eyes have seen and don't forget that same spirit that that was at work in him that made him to say and do such things is the same spirit that is present in us today if we can believe it you know what happens around us is that, um, you know, the church uh, had conditioned or situation had conditioned to look outside rather than looking on the inside. And if you've been following these meetings that we share daily, you know that this is one thing that God sought to correct early by telling us, hey, my work with you is on the inside. And then we came to the point, we kept shouting, we've been saying, everything you are on the inside is what you're going to be on the outside. If you want to change the outside, You've got to change the inside. If you have to do some certain things, you have to be born again. And that's what I was reading yesterday. And that's what I'm going to continue to explain today by the grace of God. That means you have to be, what Jesus was saying to Nicodemus is this. First of all, just listen to what he says. First, he first says, for you to perceive. That's for you to see. Remember? The translation said see, for you to see the kingdom of God. And again, this is why the TPT is very necessary. Because those who read those scriptures to us, read it as per physical seeing. No, it's perceived. That means for you to see in the, you first of all, you have to be spirit to understand spiritual things. Right? So Jesus said, for you to even perceive this kingdom, for you to see this kingdom, for you to understand what this kingdom is, before you enter it, you must first be a new person. Your old person is not capable. No matter how you try to polish it, no matter how many good you try to do, no matter how you try to change yourself, the judgment of Christ is that your old nature is not capable to perceive the kingdom. Your old nature does not have what it the frame and the texture or the nature, right? The composition of your man nature is not capable to perceive the kingdom. Of course, it wouldn't make sense. Of course, you wouldn't understand. And that was demonstrated right there by the response of Nicodemus. And so Jesus seemed to say, for you to do new things, you have to be a new person. For you to Perceive this kingdom. Remember, in two ways, he says, first of all, perceive. And then the other time, he now says, hey, for you to enter into this kingdom. That means for you to 
to embrace and experience this kingdom. It's not that you're going to start changing your old self small, small. After you change your old self small, small, become nicer, you know, uh, dress a little bit modestly, you know, don't wear perfume, don't do all those stuff. So suddenly now you can qualify. Uh -uh. It doesn't matter how much you do or treat the old self. The old self is not capable of perceiving, of seeing this kingdom. And if you cannot see it, you cannot enter into it. So Jesus here confirming you know, the Holy Spirit brought me here because of the words we've been using, right? Remember I told you, for you to do, you have to first be. Why? Because your doing comes from your being. It comes from your being. Or your being, that means your living, that means your experience comes from your being. Your being comes from your being. That's why Jesus says, for you to now be different, you have to be a different you. The old man must die and then the new one must arise. And this time around, just like I told you here, Jesus says, hey, this is 100% the work of the Spirit. We have to be children born by the Holy Ghost. And how does he do it? Transforms our mind by bringing spiritual truth and fills us and seizes us with spiritual power. Hallelujah. Friend, let me tell you what this is. Remember I told you that the glory is here. The spirit is here. The kingdom is here. And the purpose of this glory is transformation that we are transformed into the likeness of Christ. And what is the result? Supernatural life. That you and I live supernatural lives. Amen and amen. Supernatural life. Not once in a way, once in a while experience. No, our life becomes supernatural. Don't forget supernatural. And let me read that a little bit more this morning. You know, just uh, to lay more emphasis to this. Of course, the same book of John, chapter number three, verse number five. Oh no, verse number four. Nicodemus said, rebirth born again what do you mean how can an old man enter his mother's womb to be born again and the tpt rendered it how can a gray-headed man be reborn it's impossible for anyone to go back into the womb to the womb a second time and be reborn now what is very instructive here is that nicodemus did understand that Jesus was talking about a brand new birth, not repackaging an old person, not trying to get an old person to change his character, which was what was introduced to us as born again. Now that you're born again, you have to learn how to pray. You have to learn how to fast. You have to change your uh, clothing style. You have to do this. You have to do that. So we are born into rules right? We are never born by the Spirit. We are born into Bruce. So it became something of change of character. It was something we did because we're afraid to go to hell. So it was our escape route. They say, just come and accept Christ so that in case the trumpet blows, you will not go to hell. You will go to heaven. So it was a way to escape. And now that we are born again, right now, we now have to live with all these rules because if we fail those rules, God will cancel our born againism and then throw us into hell. You see, it's, that message can never rebirth a man. That message can never reborn a man. And 
And whether you agree with me this morning or not, look around you, the result will tell you. There are many who are born again, but their life is dead. Just like many of us, I'm not trying to you know, point a finger at anybody, including myself. We claim to be born again, but the life we lived were just natural lives. The only thing we did is that we became religious. We know how to argue the Bible. We know how to think that we are better than others because we went to church and then they went somewhere else. No, sir, we only became religion. It is religious. It is now, you know, and, and you know, religion is man's attempt to get to God. You know that that's what was presented to us. If you do these things, God will accept you. No, what we have to do is what Jesus says to yield and let the spirit perfect his work. Again, I announce to you, one more time, I declare, I proclaim, I profess that the glory is here. The glory is coming to fill the temple and where the priest can no longer stand under the weight of the glory. And the end of it is that lives are radically transformed. New species of human beings being born by the Spirit, filled with the Spirit. People who are going to do amazing things, things that the eyes have not seen before. Praise God. Human beings living in their true nature, in their spirit nature. That's what this is all about. And as I say to you this morning, those of you who are, who have more spiritual depth, you will understand more than I'm saying, and your eyes are already seeing more than what I'm saying to you here this morning. And for the rest all you have to do, beloved brothers and sisters, is to continue. You may not understand it all, because I don't have words to explain all. But if you continue to yield to this glory, you too will be with taste of it. Remember, I've said this over and over. The limit that you experience, whether it is 5%, 10%, 20%, 30%, 40 is how much you're able to open your heart and open your mind. And when I say open your mind, I'm saying expectation that God is about to transform you completely, soul, spirit, and body. Amen and amen. So when Nicodemus understand, I, for the many times I have preached this message, I think I, I preach on this particular verse of scripture. I think I've mentioned this in person, person, but it's important that we know, you know, we just talked about Nicodemus like he didn't do anything. The only thing he did here is that he understood that Jesus was not talking about, about refurbishing a man. He understood that Jesus was not talking about a man, an old man mending his character. He understood that this is a new birth, a completely new birth. And that's why he asked Jesus, so, okay, so how is this going to be? Remember, just like Mary asked the angel, so how is this going to be? Because he's thinking in the natural. So you are saying that an old man like me, I have to be born again. I have to be new. I have to become fresh. I have to become a new person. I have to become a new, have a new identity. How is that going to happen? How can an old man like me enter into my mother's womb and be born a second time? Jesus says, the next line, Jesus answered, I speak an eternal truth. Beloved, what you and I are discussing is, in etern is an eternal truth. You can see, if you listen to this series of teachings on this same scripture, you can see it sounds different from what was presented to us. You can see that clearly. And for us to eat the fruit of this, we have to understand the truth of what Jesus is saying here. 
I speak an eternal truth. This truth is eternal. It's eternal. It's not, it's not temporary. No, it's eternal truth. And what is that? Unless you are born of water, which of course I have explained to you is the word of God. And then of the spirit, two things, word and power, spirit, right? It says you will never, you will never, this never is, is never, never enter God's kingdom realm, God's kingdom, unless you allow the Holy Ghost to use the word of God to wash you, to cleanse you. Of course, you know what that means is the renewing of your mind from within you, right? To cleanse you, to remove the limitations, to remove the lies, to remove the things that you have believed that has stopped you so far. There are people listening to me, right? When I hear them, I see they are having all kinds of experiences, what they term spiritual experiences, you know, in the dreams they see in the stock. They have no idea that these things are coming from the depth of what is in them. If you change what is in you, you change those experiences as well as that. And so I said to you this morning, Jesus says, says, look, there is no way for a man to enter into this kingdom realm except that man be reborn. And this reborn is of the spirit. How does he do it? By the word of God. The word of God, that is the source of all things. That is the source of all things. And this word is designed to change our mind and then fills us with, fills us with his glory. Hallelujah. And the result is eternal life. The result is supernatural life. Praise God. And just listen to what Jesus says. Now, this is where I'm going to end this morning. Verse number six. Jesus says, now, now Jesus is explaining to him further. You see, Jesus says, because the reason I'm saying this to you is because the natural realm only gives birth to things that are natural. It doesn't matter how much effort a man puts to change his life. All that he will ever produce are also natural things. A natural means cannot produce supernatural things. Only the spirit produces supernatural things. It says, for the natural realm only gives birth to things that are natural. But the spiritual realm gives birth to supernatural life. That's what Jesus said to Nicodemus. That's why I said to you, the glory is here. And I use this word by the spirit. If you open up your heart and allow the Holy Ghost to perfect his work, the result is supernatural life. Don't forget, when you are filled or full of the spirit inside, the things you do are supernatural. That means my existence and your existence is now above the realm of the natural. Even though we still live here as men, we still have physical bodies, but now our existence becomes supernatural supernatural is no longer an incident that happens once in a while it becomes how we live our lives i pray this morning that the holy ghost will give you understanding that your heart what i'm saying to you you cannot make sense out from a natural standpoint is only the spirit within that can explain and open your eyes to see and may you receive that this morning in the name of 
Jesus. Don't forget, I'm teaching all this and saying all this from the same John chapter 3 that every believer knows, but our eyes have not really opened to see what Jesus was saying. I hope you see it. I hope we I hope we have more understanding, our eyes opening more. This hope is a prayer for me and for everyone that we shall eat the fruit of it. Remember I told you, and that includes me, you don't know any scripture, neither did you understand it until it produces the intent, the purpose for which that scripture was given. This is not what we know in our head. This is a life we are about to experience. Amen and amen. Let me announce, declare, proclaim, prophesy, and shout that the glory is here. I am the glory. You are the glory. May this glory fill us. It is a supernatural glory. It is a transforming glory. And the result is that my existence became becomes exactly as it was with Christ. Supernatural life. Help me again. One more time, beloved brothers and sisters, to spread this message as much as you can. Let this glory of the Father cover the earth, that men will see the tangible reality. They will see this glory fill their hearts, fill their bodies, fill their homes. Even as they play this message, suddenly the cloud of glory descends and fills everything about them. Men are about to become something different. Praise God. Amen and amen. This morning, don't forget that you have been served. Shalom.